in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbossitdown.com. People ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Happy Friday. Welcome to episode 497 of the Ron and Don Show. And yeah, we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. This is a bonus episode that we started doing on Fridays because a lot of you want to talk, well, just about real estate. So every Friday, we're going to take about 15, 20 minutes to share some stuff that we're learning, not only about the market, but we have a lot of people out there too that are interested in investing. And should I, yeah, as I invest, should I become a flipper? Should I become a buy and hold investor? Or should I become a stacker? Let's talk about these three terms, Ron, because I remember sitting down with my friend Joe in my living room downstairs, and we were down there with some guys that were just interested in coming together. We were like-minded. We were looking at properties, and we started to learn about what a flipper does versus a buy-and-hold investor versus someone that looks at something and says, you know what, I'm going to start stacking real estate. So let's talk about, number one, becoming a flipper. Have you tried doing some some flipping in the past or a version of a flipper? And what is a flipper in real estate? Um, I have done one flip, uh, and we can talk about that in, in a little more depth in a minute. But flipping basically is, the, is saying what I want to do is buy a house um, that has a lot of deferred maintenance for a cheap price. Time out. What's deferred maintenance? Deferred maintenance means I'm going to buy, I'm going to find the nicest neighborhood I could afford and the the ugliest house on the block. So maybe there's moss on the roof. Maybe there was a smoker that lived there for 25 years. Maybe the ne- nothing's ever been updated. It's got ratty old uh, carpet in there. But the structure itself is in relatively decent shape. So what I'm going to go in is buy this thing cheap. Uh, then I'm going to rip all the stuff out remodel it basically uh, make it look nice and shiny and new and then i will in in six months time or so i'm going to then resell it and make money above and beyond what i paid to fix it up so that's what a flipper would be yeah so you said you did one how come you did how come you didn't do two or three or five because usually once you commit to flipping and people like it and they do well they st- they might start flipping a lot of a, a lot of homes versus someone that's a buy and hold investor. They might buy the same house and do something different about with it that we'll talk about here in a minute. I did this right when we moved back from uh, New Orleans to Seattle after Hurricane Katrina, and I had you know lost uh, all my possessions basically. So I was trying really hard to figure out ways to kind of get that money back that I had lost. And so I bought a house in Tacoma, actually. I was living in Auburn at the time, and I owned a house in Auburn. So this is going to be my second property. I bought a house in Tacoma, and I had no idea what I was doing, but I'd watched the HGTV shows, and I had a a friend of mine named Bill that was super handy. And so Bill and I were going to do this house. And um so I made a lot of mistakes. I'd, I'd lost all my tools. So I had a lot of, I had to rebuy all my tools. Um, I had never done a flip before, but I really liked the house. And so um, anyway, long story short, we ended up flipping it. It turned out very nice. 
Um, I didn't make, by right when I was going to sell it, the market sort of changed. I, I basically broke even or like made a little bit of money. I probably made, I don't know, thinking back maybe five ten grand but, on this but house what, are you, what, are you, what did you learn because sometimes in your yeah. first flip you lose five or ten grand and in, in the fact that you, you you gave yourself a college education on on flipping and you also figured out may, maybe i don't want to maybe i don't want to flip homes maybe i want to uh, take yeah. a different approach so i i i acquired all the tools back which was good um, I learned a lot strategically about what to do and how to do it. And the, the biggest thing I learned, to be honest with you, is if you're going to do a flip, do the all the demolition, just demo everything on the inside. Take everything down to the studs immediately, hire a dumpster, hire a crew of guys, get that done as quickly as humanly possible. Don't try to be like, oh, I can save this wall and I just get it demo. That's the number one thing that I learned on flipping. If you're going to flip it, demo everything. It's cheaper in the long run to just redo all of it. Yeah. And what you're looking to do is to pull that money out, recycle that money, go buy another house and repeat what you just did. There's pros and cons to flipping, right? Because people, I know, I know people that flipped homes made hundreds of thousands of dollars just on one home. But it's also easy to lose eighty thousand dollars on a flip. And like Ron just beautifully said, you can buy something, all of a sudden it's torn down to the studs. You can't rent it out. It's not making money. And now all of a sudden the market changes. Yeah. And what if you had not one flip going on, but five flips or ten flips at the same time? That is what's happening right now in the Puget Sound area with flippers. They saw this economy coming and they tried to get these homes done, flipped and sold. And a lot of them got caught literally with their pants down and they're sitting on these homes. It's ticking away at the bank. The bank starts breathing down your neck and you're just like, hey, I'm, I was trying to flip this house. I'm stuck in this house. And if you're stuck, the bank is stuck too, who's been financing this. And the bank is not going to yeah, be happy. I would say flipping is the highest risk to reward ratio yeah so yeah. you're highly leveraged you're on the clock and people that do do it well can make money but it, it's a grind there's a lot of pressure high risk high reward yeah and if you're going to be a flipper you, you and, and you're going to make money being a flipper and you're going to do this as your full-time job it really is a full-time job and 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 what you have to do especially when you're going out and you're buying materials is you buy materials for 10 homes, not just one home, but then you have to store those materials someday somewhere and you have to acquire those homes. And then the taxes on flipping are just astronomical. In some areas of the world or some areas of the country, you have to pay 40% so I, I on, learned that, that on, on, on that flip. That is not a strategy that fits my personality. Yeah, so I don't love flipping. And sometimes if you see me on social media channels, you'll see me doing what Ron's talking about, ripping a home down to the studs or putting in a new kitchen, or taking a floor up a wall. I get really involved in, in the homes that I buy. I get really involved with the construction process. Uh, but oftentimes people look at that and they say, how much are you going to sell that house for? And I'm like, I'm not selling that house. Well, what are you going to do with that house? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy this house, and then I'm going to hold on to this house. And then the question becomes, how do you hold on to a house? Well, that means... Let's say you bought a house for a million dollars, right? Let's say you put, because you're, 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 this is a second home, you put 30%, so you're financing $700,000. That payment every month, tax title and license, is going to be about $5,100. 5100 is 6000 as taxes are going up here. So let's just call it six grand. Now you have a house 
that is on the clock that costs you six grand a month. How are you? Can you rent that house out for six grand a month? Probably not in the Puget Sound area. That million dollar house, you may be able to get thirty five hundred to forty five hundred. So now you've created something that's called a feeder, where you're having to feed that house every month because it's not paying for itself. So you know how I always talk about adding doors to a property, adding doors to a property. Anytime you add a door for a buy and hold investor, just define you, what that means. You add a check to uh, a buy and hold investor. So for instance, you hear people talk about ADUs a lot. What is that? Well, it's an attached dwelling unit, an ADU. It means it's attached to the house. It means that maybe you took your basement and you turned that into an apartment. I have an apartment downstairs. A young man is trying out for the fire department. He's going to come stay for 30 days. He's going to pay about three grand to stay down there. And that three grand a month, well, now I take that three grand check and I add it to my backyard cottage that makes about anywhere between eight and $10,000 a month. I, I put those two checks together, and, and now not only does it pay for the door that I live in on this property, but it also cash flows. I have the values of appreciation, depreciation, and that's why when I buy a home, I always want to add doors. When you're adding doors as a buy and hold investor, that means you're adding checks, you're adding mailbox money, and you're adding passive income each and every month. That's how you hang on to it. So let's now go back to that house, that million-dollar house. You put $300,000 down. Somehow you have to come up with $5,100 to $6,000 a month. You can't with just the one door. So what you do is you look at that house. You say, does the house have a basement? It does. Could we make a separate apartment down there? We could. How much could that apartment make here on a short-term rental? It could make about three grand a month. Now I have three grand a month. Now let's go back to the main door. The main door, I can make 4,500 a month. Now four, five. So that's $7,500 a month that this property is bringing in. And I only owe somewhere between $5,100 and $6,000 a month. Boom. There's your cash flow. There is a home that is now not only paying for itself, but it's putting money in your pocket. And as a buy and hold investor, you just worked on this property. Now think about selling it 10 years from now. Why 10 years from now? Because 10 years from now, all those new beautiful countertops you just put in, that stuff's starting to get old. The mechanics of the house starting to get old. The refrigerator, all that's starting to get old. So then you have to decide as a buy and hold investor, am I going to redo this house or before this stuff gets old? Maybe it's time to sell, and then I'm going to pull the money out. And what I'm going to do with that money, maybe I'm going to stack that money and become a stack investor. If you're wondering what a stack investor is, it means, for instance, you take that single-family home that has that ADU. Maybe over the course of, uh, of owning it, you did what I did. You added a backyard cottage. Now you have three doors. And the question is, do I sell those three doors and turn around, and then 1031 exchange, and we'll talk about this in, a, in another episode, I buy another property of equal value or greater value so I don't have to pay all that tax money that I have to pay if I was flipping this house, and I go out and I buy six doors. Maybe I buy a small apartment building, and in those six doors, maybe I live in one of those doors, and then maybe two or three of those doors pay for the entire building, and pay for me to live there, and maybe those two other doors, maybe those are my cash flow doors. So does that make sense? We have someone that wants to be a flipper. That means you're going to buy the house. You're just going to throw that money in the laundry, and every six months to a year, 
Yeah, you're going to pay 40% on taxes. And in order to do that, you have to be able to scale. The buy and hold investor, you have to figure out a way. If I spend all this money uh, and bringing this property up to date and up to code, how am I going to pay for these doors if I just have one? Or how am I going to pay for this property and the mortgage on it? And the taxes, if I have just one door, a buy and hold investor is looking to add doors to whatever that property is. And then finally, the stacker, yeah, you're going to buy a house, maybe add two doors to it, sell the three doors. Now I'm into a six door. And once you have some appreciation on the six door, then maybe you go out and buy a 12 door, 12 door to a 24 door. And that's where you end up owning an apartment building. A lot of mom and pops out there that own apartment buildings today, it started with a single family home that maybe they bought 20 or 30 years ago. How about that? Yeah. So different strategies for different personalities. And that's the thing that is really crucial is what type of personality do you have? What kind of resources do you have? And what is the game plan to get you there? So those are the type of things that we will touch on in our life-changing event that's coming up on February 16th. Most of it's going to be for first-time buyers, so it's probably going to be a condo or a house just starting. Yep. But we want to set the course for like, what are the possibilities for you once you tap into this mindset of like, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? What about 20 years? Are there other people around me that think similarly? Maybe I'm going to partner with someone. I've purchased a house with a, one of my very good friends as a business partner. We bought it. We owned it. We sold it. Everybody made money. And so, and they want to do it again. And I want to do it again yeah. with them because we had a good experience. So there's a lot of different ways to get there. And uh, you can sign up for our life-changing event at ronandon.com slash change. Seats are limited to 30. Uh, they are actually filling up as we speak. So jump out there, sign up, ronandon.com slash change. Yeah, and if you just want to talk now about being a flipper or buy and hold investor or learning more about someone that's a stacker where you start stacking doors and stacking properties, we could sit down right now. Just reach out to us, ronadonsitdown.com. Remember, we are a regional company. So someone reached out this week. They said, hey, I have a home to sell in Port Orchard or down in Tacoma or up in Everett, Seattle, East Side. Uh, putting a lot of miles on my forerunner because, yeah, we're a regional company and we sell all over the place, you guys. So we are here for you. And don't forget, we have the largest social media following and the largest podcast of any realtors in Washington State. And that gives us leverage when it comes to buying, selling, and investing in homes. You want to be a part of the life-changing event? Ron and I will be there. Love to see you. Ronadon.com slash change. That's ronadon.com slash change. Or let's just sit down right now. Ronadonsitdown.com. Reach out. We'll virtually sit down, and we'll plan a time with you sometime next week or in the following weeks. All right? Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. It means a lot to us. For more about real estate, Ron, where can people go to find out more about what we're doing and to learn more about being a flipper, a buy-hold investor, or someone that's going to stack real estate, sometimes a good thing to do is maybe get signed up for our newsletter as well. And we have some books out there, some buying books. Yeah, and we have a buyer's books. guide, a seller's guide. Just email me, ron at ronanddon.com. All right, you guys. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the bonus episode of the Ron and Don Show every Friday. It's all about real estate every Friday. Yeah, head up, shoulders back, as I said, and you're listening to the Ron and Don Show only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron Don Radio Network.